Hey, everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Knicks Nation podcast. This is episode six, and I'm here joined by my co-host, as always, Chris. The New York Knicks have clinched a playoff spot, baby. Let's go, Chris. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs> Finally clinched that spot. Top six. Let's go, Knicks. Top six, indeed. They beat the Washington Wizards. The Wizards basically sat everybody and, you know, it got dicey there in the end, but I mean, in the beginning, but, you know, the Knicks second half, they locked in on the defensive end. Defense has been a problem lately, but we have clinched a top six seed in the Eastern Conference. Now, the magic number to clinch a top fifth seed where the Knicks are right now, the fifth seed, I believe, is one. So any combination of the Nets losing and the Knicks winning, the Knicks get the fifth seed. It's looking more and more likely that the New York Knicks are going to get that fifth seed. Chris, the Knicks are three and one against the Cleveland Cavaliers this year. Does that mean anything? <laughs> oh, I <laughs> I want to say yes. I mean, look, I know I know the regular season is the regular season, playoffs is playoffs, and you can't really uh, go by that. But I mean, you got to take a little bit out of it. You know, we we obviously match up pretty well with Cleveland. Um, you know, we've. These aren't games that the Knicks have won where it's like, you know, Donovan Mitchell doesn't go off or the team just doesn't play like themselves. These are games where Donovan is giving his best shot at us. And, you know, they're just playing both teams playing at a high level. And I mean, to me, it matters. You know, I know playoffs game plans change. But it matters to me. What do you what do you think, man? Look, what was the Knicks record versus the Atlanta Hawks two years ago (laughs) when they played them? They they beat them, I think, the same thing, the same amount of wins, three and one. But, hey, the playoffs are a different animal. We know that for sure. Um, look, Cavs are missing Jared Allen. I get it, but we beaten that with Jared Allen. It's going to be a dogfight, man. It's going to be, like, one of the best playoff series we've witnessed in a while, man. It's not – It's not. I don't think it's going to be, like, the Knicks and the Hawks because we obviously have Jalen Brunson now. And anytime you have him running the ship, running the show – Hopefully, Julius Randle can get healthy for that. But, you know, my thing is, in that series, I'm probably going to pick the Knicks. Um, call me biased. Um, whatever. I don't care. But I'm probably going to go Knicks in seven. I do think it'll go seven games. Um, I just have to see the health of Julius Randle, right? We just need him to get yeah. healthy. And he was in the walking boot on the bench tonight. Um, that's, you know, normal procedure. Anytime you sprain an ankle, you want to be in a walking boot you don't want to put pressure on that ankle so look Randall's gonna have some time here Chris to get right and Brunson too we have three games left in this season and you know now the number one priority for me get everyone healthy Josh Hart left the game tonight the Wizards game but it's like tweaked his ankle but he was quote-unquote cleared to come back the number one priority to me is get everyone healthy right yeah Yeah, 100 percent. i mean and that's the beauty about clinching this top six you know uh playoff berth because now the knicks don't really have to worry too much i mean don't don't get me wrong we want to clinch that fifth if we can get it um and it's looking likely like that's going to be the case but uh you know it's little things like josh hart you know almost spraining his ankle pretty badly and you know having julius already out and rj feeling sick under the weather you know this is the time now where we can actually sit some guys, you know, we have enough talent where we should be able to win one more game. Yeah. Um, and just lock things up, you know, get healthy, you know, throw the entire, you know, Knicks uh, G League team for the rest of the season if we have to. 
and just get everybody right, yeah. you know? Like, that's that's the uh, benefit about clinching right now. Yeah, I mean, although these three, these three games coming up, Pacers are a scrappy team. We should be able to beat them one out of two times. Um, then we have the Pelicans. What's his name on New Orleans? Brandon Ingram is currently playing out of his mind, but... <laughs> Yeah, then we have Just the Pelicans. The top, right? Um yeah. Um we should be able to beat we should be able to should be able to win one more game. Um but yeah, number one priority to me is get healthy. And look, Julius Randle, we missed a week. So Julius Randle in that time frame got hurt with an ankle injury. Looked pretty bad, Chris, when it happened. Um stepped on Bam out of Bio's foot. Um could barely walk, actually got up, tried to walk around, hit one or two free throws. Went straight back to the locker room. There was actually reports that he collapsed in the tunnel because he was in so much pain. But he looks like he's in good spirits. So I'm pretty sure, look, Randall comes from the, the Mamba tree, man. He, he's a warrior, man. He's He was well on his way to play every single game this season. And then, then just this unfortunate injury hampered him from doing such. So Randall has been a warrior, but hopefully we can get him healthy. And Chris, during this run, we've had performances from many Knicks. I mean, we could start anywhere. I mean, we could start with Quintet Grimes, Manuel Quickly, Isaiah Hardenstein. We can go player by player <laughs> and just break it down. But I guess I want to start with, with Q Dot, man. I mean, Quintet Grimes has been playing really well lately, like extremely well. He's been playing with confidence. And Chris, his his three point shot has been falling. His playmaking ability has always been there this this year. And what are you seeing from Quentin Grimes in the stretch that's getting you excited? I mean, he's 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 been awesome. I mean, everything basically. He, yeah. He's he's no longer looking as as hesitant as he was. You know, he's either making a quick decision to shoot, or now you're starting to see him put the ball on the floor and actually drive into the paint. And you know, these wild layups he he was he was doing early on in the season. Now he looks more controlled. He's 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 been amazing, man. I mean, yeah. knocking down his shots. He's a present now with the drive. They got to honor that now. I mean, again, his 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 defense is just off the charts. Like, what don't you love about this? And and right at the perfect time, you know, when we're going getting ready for playoffs, you got Quentin Grimes just showing you everything we thought he would be. Yeah, so during this stretch, let me just read you some numbers here. Quinta Grimes is shooting 50% from three. These these are his past six games. 50% from three. He's shooting uh, 52% from the field. Crazy. Averaging one steal a game, four assists a game, 4.8 rebounds a game, twenty almost 21 points a game. Um, and, I mean, 83% from the line. Bro, I mean, it started with the Miami game when he dropped 22 points. And then after that, 25 points. Houston game, he was solid. Miami again, Cleveland, and then Washington. I think during the Washington game, um, the game that was tonight, he was, you know, the Knicks were, you know, sleeping at the wheel in the first half. And then Grimes and Obi Toppin. Um, can't forget about him. I mean, we could talk about him soon. But, um, yeah, Grimes has been leading the shit, man. And, and, and it's players like that that gets me ex- – it's players like Quentin Grimes that get me excited for the playoffs. Yeah. They do. I mean, when you have Grimes, yeah. Obi, Hardenstein, I I mean, Josh Hart, I'm excited for the playoffs just because these guys are X-factors, in my opinion. You know, we know what Brunson yeah, that- can bring. 
And we know what Randall can bring. It's these guys right here that we need to show up. Yep, and when you, and like you said, when you have Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, like you said, we know what they can do. And then you have some homegrown talent, you know, Emmanuel Quickly, Quinn and Grimes, and they're playing at such a high level on both ends. Defensively, offensively, you throw in Obi there. I mean, he showed you what he can do tonight as well. I mean... <laughs> Oh, we topping, baby. How, how can you not be excited right now? I mean, let alone we clinched a play a top six playoff berth. But I mean, man, what what a I mean, don't get me wrong, Knicks have some things to clean up. Like, you know, they've been starting pretty slow, you know, most of these games. Still still getting some some really good wins out of it, but I mean, just these individual performances, you love to see it, especially when you're getting closer and closer to the playoffs. I mean, if that carries over we're going to be a problem. We're going to be a problem indeed. And, you know, hopefully it does carry over because this is happening towards the end of the season. And Grimes has been he's shown flashes um, in the early on in the season. He's shown flashes. Just it's just that too many games. Right. He was shooting the ball. What? Two, three times a game. And uh, yeah. so many times I was, you know, doing the post game and saying, why is our starting shooting guard shooting three times a game? Why? It doesn't make any sense. Give the ball to Quinton Grimes. Yeah, I mean, you just give the ball to Grimes. Let like run. I know Grimes is most of the time he's standing in the corner. He can do so much than just stand in the corner. And he's he's been showing you that. And you know, it's just honestly incredible to watch. And along with the front runner to win the Sixth Man of the Year, man, you're quickly boy. This guy, he man, he, he won it. It's his. They got to <laughs> give it to him now. You know, he was actually an underdog uh, a few weeks ago. Boston game, he was still an underdog in some sites. Now he's a clear front runner. And, you know, what can't I say about Emmanuel quickly? This this kid, man, has has been playing simply incredible for the Knicks, and he's been a huge reason why we've clinched this top six seed. Um, You can throw in everybody else, but Emmanuel quickly, Chris, has been dominant all season long. His defense has been dominant. He's one of the top defenders in the league, believe it or not. That's a fact. Um, so his three-point shot has been consistent. IQ, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what more can we say about Emmanuel quickly? I mean, this guy, you know, came into the season, completely turned around his, you know, what everybody thought about him defensively. You know, yeah. Jalen Brunson got hurt. He came in and just – it was almost like you didn't feel it as much because – I won't say the Knicks aren't good without Brunson, but I'm just saying that's how good Emmanuel quickly was. Just game yep. after game, just showing up, performing. I mean, I can't say any, like, what more can I say about Emmanuel quickly that hasn't been said out there? I mean, this guy has to win the sixth man of the year. He's just amazing. Yeah, hand him the trophy. And, yeah, just give it to him <laughs> now. I mean, it's crazy to think, you know, a couple months back, the Knicks were actually entertaining calls on him. You know, first round pick, right? Yeah, first. <laughs> hey, look, yeah, he, he can't go nowhere. He can't. You, they need to lock up Emmanuel quickly. What is a contract for you looking like for Emmanuel quickly? What do you What are you calling his agent over? What are you bringing to the table this summer I mean, for Emmanuel quickly? I'll be honest. If I'm quickly, I'm like, hey. I'm playing better than R.J. Barrett, and R.J. Ooh. got this, you know. So what am I gonna get? Oh man, you ain't wrong. 
I, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, you know, and I, and I love RJ, you know, but look, uh, <laughs> quickly made the jump that everybody wants RJ to make, basically. You know, I know there's two different positions, but facts. I mean, quickly is what, third year right now? Third year. Yeah, yep. I mean, if I'm if I'm IQ, if I'm his his uh, you so know, you're his saying crew, more than RJ. I mean, I'm saying, I mean, he has to get around that, if not yeah. the same, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit more. No, yeah. I don't know how the money works, but uh, you know, when you got big money tied up in in three guys already, but you got to retain him that new quickly. <laughs> what you just said is what. I'm afraid of, you know, they yeah. have three guys tied up to big money. Evan Fournier has another year left. Remember that? I don't know how they yep. get rid of him. Um, we're going to talk about this Dallas Maverick pick that's looking like it's not going to convey, which has been depressing. <laughs> but, that's, that's what. Yeah. Um, and look, Emmanuel quickly over his last 10 games, 20 points a game, four assists, four rebounds, 36, 36% from three. One and a half steals per game. He's been awesome, and I would have to agree with you, man. I would if his if his agent is going to the, you know, table. Leon Rose is across the table. Manny quickly is there with his agent, and they're like, "Look, all this all this mid three talk, all this big three talk." R.J. Barrett has been in this conversation for majority of the season. It's been Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett. But we all know, has Emmanuel quickly moved into the big three talk with Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and now it's Emmanuel quickly. It's not R.J. Barrett. Yeah. And I'm comfortable in saying that. I, I am. Um, I've seen enough. Yeah. You know, this season we haven't seen growth from R.J. Barrett. I mean, we just haven't. Uh, he's Look, he's 19 points a game, not shooting the three well. His defense has been on and off so far this season. I want RJ Barrett to succeed. This is not us bashing RJ Barrett, man. I mean, we right? No, one hundred percent. We we love RJ, man. It's just you know, it's just frustrating at times. His tunnel vision, like you said before the the uh, podcast started, we were talking about RJ, and you said, you know, on these fast breaks, he has tunnel vision, and he just doesn't know when to give the ball up, doesn't know when to, you know, yeah. pass the rock which is why him and Obi got into it a few games ago, which oh, we'll man. also get into it, but um, which we'll always also get into, excuse me. But, yeah, man, if I'm Emmanuel quickly, it, I, think it ha- I think you're right. I think it has to be four years, 110, especially now with this salary cap rising, something along those lines. And I don't, I don't think the Knicks can afford it, but, you know, when you have quickly RJ and, you know, maybe Obi Toppin, you know, I don't, think they're going to extend him but maybe that's why he's getting frustrated maybe that's why he voices like frustration over rj barrett because you know like he doesn't get playing time to show that you know he's improved and whatnot but yeah man you quickly four years i would say it's like four years 110 115 million and if, if you're the new york knicks you have to get it done man you you can't lose quickly um so yeah i agree with you in that regard um but yeah in terms of him and rj that big three you think quickly replaced them? A hundred percent. I mean, Ooh, hundred percent. I, I, I hundred. I mean, how can you not? I mean, right now the way quickly has played. I mean, 
we, we it's the same thing with RJ. You know, RJ will show you these flashes and then he'll go four games and just look completely out of it. I mean, just not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about RJ. It's it's maddening. Sometimes he's playing amazing, efficiently, and then other games like like when he got into it with Obi, he just you can see he's trying to do too much. Instead of making the winning plays, hitting the open man, he's going up with three defenders all around him. And you know, it's just not winning basketball in my opinion. You know, so when you look at what Emmanuel quickly has done in 3 years versus RJ Barrett, who I believe is what fifth year, four years. Um, this is R.J. Barrett's fourth year, in fourth league. year. So, yeah. um, yeah, and when you look at that, I mean, everybody thought R.J. was going to take that leap, and it looks like it's Emmanuel quickly. And you know, I wouldn't be shocked if R.J. gets shopped, you know, in the off season, because um, I wouldn't either. With 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 the money, I mean, quickly is going to command his dough. And you're going to have to find a way to, you know, if the Knicks are going to trade for another piece, a superstar. I'm pretty sure R.J. Barrett and, unfortunately, Obi Toppin are going to be a part of those talks. Yeah. Yeah. Which which sucks because, again, I love R.J. Barrett. I want to see him become a star or as close to a star as he possibly can. And same thing with Obi, man. Everybody knows I love Obi here. <laughs> I don't want to see either one of those guys go. But Obi Toppin's fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. But it's it's a shame, man. I, I wish we could keep them all, right? But that's not the reality. Yeah. Um, I think Knicks fans, before the season, they were unwilling to get rid of R.J. Barrett. Now, I think they're more willing to get rid of R.J. Barrett. I'm not saying do it. Still super young. But we keep throwing the age out there with R.J. And, you know, look. Playoffs are a new season, right? RJ Barrett can freaking dominate um, in the in the playoffs, and we can just all look stupid and have egg on our face, which I hope That's is the case. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, yeah. So quickly has been awesome. Obi Toppin, Chris. I mean, he started the last two games. The game in Cleveland, huge win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, but didn't really play in that game. But he was he was efficient in that game. Um, he was still playing really well and. Tonight against the Washington Wizards. You know what's funny is Toppin played the whole no, Toppin played nine minutes of the first quarter. Then Evan Fournier got some time in the second quarter. Obi Toppin did not play the entire second quarter. And yeah. I was like, you texted me, is Obi Toppin hurt? Like, what's going on? Like and I was like, No, <laughs> I was <he's> confused. Just... <laughs> I was like, He no. played well those nine minutes. He he was he yeah. was out there, you know. He you know, against the Wizards, man, you you need Obi Toppin out there for his length when you don't got Julius, you know. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> I, I didn't understand. Yeah, so he was playing extremely well, along with Grimes and quickly, and then did not get any run in the second quarter. I was like, this is crazy. Like this is and then Tom Thibodeau literally plays him the whole second half. Doesn't play Evan Fournier again, but yeah. Obi Toppin with a season high twenty one points for Obi Toppin, along with four assists, two steals. One block had a crazy sequence where he blocked the shot, then had a fast break run on his own, then laid it up. Nine of fifteen from the field, three of eight from three. Looking like Steph Curry out there, Chris. Obi Toppin has improved his three point shot this season. And with Obi Toppin, it's always been about minutes. It's always been about where can we find minutes for this young rising player that we have on the bench, just you know, sitting there waiting for a substitution. 
Julius Randle normally plays the entire first quarter. He's been, you know, blocked by Randle. And that has been, you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, it's just unfortunate circumstance that, you know, we have a bunch of guys. iHeart's been playing well, so you can't find minutes for everybody, right? But Obi Toppin's doing what we expected, Chris, in these minutes. And he's, when when given minutes, Obi shows you that he's still got it in the tank. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Obi, especially this game, he showed you a little bit of everything. He showed you the shot. He showed you he showed you that one deep shot that he took also, which was <laughs> yeah. crazy. But, you know, the coast to coast after a block, like you mentioned, um, you know, the, the four assists that he had. The, he, there's a lot of talent there in Obi Toppin. And like you said, it's unfortunate he can't get minutes. Even when, uh, you know, even when Julius is out hurt, you'd figure, oh, you know, Tibbs would run Obi the whole entire freaking game. And yeah. still he's getting pulled. <laughs> nine minutes in pulled like yeah. why I don't, I don't understand but um you know remember obi Toppin before he was drafted he was you know deemed a experienced you know player just nba ready out the gate with his offense granted you know his first seasons didn't go as as planned offensively but he has all the tools there and i just i want him to discover everything and 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 just lay it out for everybody to see because it just seems like unfortunately with Obi, he's gonna be you know he's one of those players that will get traded and then become a star with another you think team. so I, I i just see i don't that's see just that. how i see yeah. it yeah i see it happening because he's good man he, he's showing you he shows you know i think the previous season too he ended the season strong had a couple of uh 20 30 40 point games yeah you know so I mean, I know it's the end of the season and everybody wants to say garbage time, but it's still the NBA and these guys are out there still trying to prove they got it, you know. So yeah. um but I love OB. He 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 showed he was in his bag tonight and <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody, he, he has to get minutes, Mo. He just has to get minutes. Somebody on Twitter compared him to like Sean Marion. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. I actually like that comparison." It's a pretty good comparison. But um, I still say Amari. Amari? Bit of Amari. Yeah, I mean, Obi does have to, you know, get stronger and, and on the defensive end, too, just, he does have to lock down. But, um, yeah, um, I don't – like, if he gets traded somewhere else, I don't – I see him becoming, like, a good a good player, but I don't see him, I mean, becoming a star. But, hey, you never know, man. I mean, these guys get – once they get their minutes, they turn into – they turn into freaking Steph Curry out there, man. But <laughs> Obi has been well. Let well. me, let me clarify a little bit. It, it it is all depending on where he goes. You know, if he goes to a team that plays fast and plays to his strength, which you know we you know Obi likes to run. If he goes to a fast paced system, I think he'll become a star. But it's true. It depend. It really depends on where he goes. Yeah, it and does. if he goes. Yeah, if he goes too. But right now he's on the Knicks, so we love him. We love Obi <laughs> Toppin. But his minutes has been, you know, you know, not you know his. He hasn't been getting the minutes that he wanted to early in the season wanted to get early in the season but but most of that has to do with isaiah hardenstein chris and you know isaiah versus the cavaliers isaiah hardenstein was that fourth quarter that hardenstein put on he put on a clinic he was passing the ball his vision is incredible offensive rebounding is incredible his defense has been solid here i mean hardenstein has built chemistry with josh hart now in the second unit and you know that's what's going to ultimately tell us 
you know, how we're going to do in a seven-game series versus the Cavs. It has to be our bench. And Harnestown has been playing well. Hart, Obi, but that's why Obi hasn't been getting the minutes this season because, Chris, sometimes Isaiah Hardenstein is closing these games above Mitchell Robinson. And, you know, Mitchell Robinson, not that's not saying Mitchell Robinson's not playing well, but I think Isaiah Hardenstein brings a different dimension, like the playmaking yeah. ability, the passing. You know, you don't really get that with Mitchell Robinson as you do get that with Isaiah Hardenstein. So I think that's why we're noticing Hardenstein close out these fourth quarters other than Mitchell Robinson. I mean, what do you have to say about Hardenstein? He's, he's been, you know, the turnaround, like you said earlier, has been incredible. Um, you know, Nick signed him to a two-year deal, was struggling early on in the season. Now he's balling, man. I mean, I can't believe it. I really can't. <laughs> yeah, I I owe a huge apology to iHeart because yeah, I, was, I was on many times saying how, man, what is this? Typical, you know, Knicks player, we get a, a good solid piece from another team and he, they just completely get lost. Like they're not themselves, you know? Just our luck. No, I heart. I don't know if it was that Achilles injury that just maybe healed up recently or whatever the case may be. I heart. I mean, that Cavs game, I literally was in awe. I mean, this guy yeah. was everywhere, blocking everything. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. I, I was just like, all right, this is this is the guy we thought we were going to get all along, and he's just... I mean, how can you put Mitch back in when you got iHeart playing the way he plays? And Such again, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for Mitch in a sense because, you know, he obviously Mitch has been going through a little bit of something um, recently. But, you know, this must not help <laughs> for his psyche. But, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly feel like it's a good problem to have. I mean, like you said, uh, iHeart brings a different dynamic to the team that uh, Mitch doesn't. Um, even though tonight Mitch did have four assists, I believe. You know, so Mitch trying to show you a little bit of something there, saying I can pass too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Ihar has been amazing, and he again another player who is just peaking at the right time for us here. That indeed, man. I mean, his play has been amazing. Quickly, Hardenstein has been great. You know, Brunson forty. I mean, the game against Cleveland, Jalen Brunson just. That game to me was a statement game, Chris. When when Brunson went out there and went toe to toe with Donovan Mitchell and was going back and forth, Mitchell looked like he I mean he, he didn't miss in the freaking first quarter. He was hitting everything. Brunson was going toe to toe with him. And then he was like, Look, we know what I did to you last <laughs> season in the playoffs. And I'm gonna do it to you again. But you know damn well the Cavs are gonna put Okoro on him. They're gonna put every defender the Cavs are the number one defensive team in the NBA. That's so, crazy. And the Knicks went in there and dropped over 130 points. Um, so, yeah. Without Julius Randle. Without Randle. I know they're missing Jared Allen. I get that. You know, Cavs fans were commenting saying, oh, we're missing Jared Allen. See you in the playoffs. Okay. I'll see you in the playoffs. I'll see you in the playoffs and then talk. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I know Jared Allen is a beast on the boards. I know he can score it too. But, I mean, they did have Evan Mobley out there who was – I mean, I think he's a little bit more dynamic than a Jared Allen. Look, I'm, I'm not trying to downplay yeah. it. It was, it was a good game. I mean, they, Break it. That, yeah. they were – yeah, they were trading baskets. I mean, I didn't even know if the Knicks were going to pull that one out. But, you know, Jalen Brunson, he let it be known, hey – Donovan, you know what I did to you before? That wasn't a fluke, man. 
And um, you're starting to see them. I mean, getting towards the end of the season here, you're seeing teams, you know, try to go after Jalen Brunson and putting bigger guys on Jalen Brunson. You've seen it for the past couple of games, actually. Mm -hmm. And we're still finding ways to win. It's it's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome to have a really, really good point guard. Yeah, they are running him um, off picks. And one issue for this New York Knicks team has been their three-point defense. It's just been bad. Um, Even, you know, the game against the Wizards in the Cavs game, they were just lighting it up. It's just that the Knicks matched the Cavs in terms of scoring. So, obviously, we won the game. But, yeah, the game against the Wizards, Kispert, career high. It's always somebody, right, Chris? It's always always one guy, right? It's always somebody. Ray Allen, you know, (laughs) just (laughs) he tried to shoot from like the logo. I mean, this guy, I just I don't get it, man. Good. But what do you think? Do you think it's the Knicks defense just not closing out on those threes? Or do you think it's just for whatever reason? We've been seeing this teams just shoot lights out for the first half. It's a little bit of mix of both, man. It's. The Knicks defense, and it's just been these teams are shooting incredible from three. I mean, the Wizards cooled off in the second half, but they were literally hitting everything. I, I know most of those shots were like open, like <laughs> there was nobody yeah. near them. But you know, you know, Kispert four eleven tonight cooled off. Thank goodness, man. I mean, <laughs> it's just I don't. They're they're exploiting something. Um, they found so I think the Miami Heat found like a little a little glitch in the Knicks defense. Um they're running through pick and rolls and then Knicks are getting caught up in helping a lot. And then they're just passing the ball out, lead leading into wide open threes, and that's killing the Knicks right now. And most of that has to do with, you know, the the defense from Brunson. Grimes has been put in these situations where he has to help a lot and RJ Barrett, I mean, we all know his defense this year hasn't been great. So when you have Brunson, the Barrett, um, Grimes is like you're only rocked down there along with Mr. Robinson. So, you know, they have to clean it up. But that has to do with, you know, also teams are shooting lights out. It's just I don't think it's going to be sustainable because we know during the playoffs things tighten up. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I hope. You know, if, I mean, if Donovan Mitchell was to have one of his, you know, 71 point games, I mean, there's just nothing you could do. Right. I mean, but yeah. I do think it'll hopefully change in the playoffs. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I hope so too. I mean, for whatever reason, it seems like these teams just come into the garden and then they just, they can't miss. And it's, you know, maybe it's just they're extra pepped up for playing at the garden because we all know every team likes to come into the garden and they just want to destroy us. You know, they want to walk all over us. So I don't know if it's a little bit of that, you know, a little bit of luck. But um yeah, I think you I think you nailed it. A lot teams are just in the same way they're putting bigger guys on Jalen Brunson. You're seeing a lot of these pick and rolls where they know, mm-hmm. hey, if I beat my man, Mitch is gonna come over and then that corner is gonna be wide open. Yeah. Or they'll just swing the ball until they get, you know, some sort of a breakdown. And we've been seeing that, you know, pretty much consistently now with almost every team the Knicks have played. And, yeah. you know, it's difficult to scramble when that's the case. But uh, hopefully something the Knicks can clean up and, you know, button up by the time we start the playoffs. Because it's going to be tough if you're giving up wide open looks like that come playoff time. Yeah, and 
the Cavs are, you know, they're in the middle of the pack. They're not really a great three-point shooting team. So, you know, obviously we know Mitchell can get hot at any given moment. Um, obviously, Garland. I'm not concerned about Garland. I mean, we can get into the matchup next week when we actually have, like, a, you know, a clear vision of to who we're playing. We're 90% sure we're going to play the Cavs. But, you know, um, with Mitchell, he's not really – Mitchell's a great player, superstar. But you're not going to neutralize him, right? He's, he's going to get his points. No matter what you do, no matter what you do, Grimes last game, Grimes was doing, I thought, an okay job on him. Even Josh Hart was doing an okay job on him. Maybe the Knicks can mix in some McBride in there. Don't know. Don't think so. Um, um, but yeah, um, Mitchell's going to get his points. He's probably going to average like almost 30 points a game in the playoffs. It's just the other guys around him. You got to maintain, you got to contain him. It's just if Mitchell's willing to make that extra pass, then that's when you have an, have an issue because. You know, when Mitchell gets selfish here, he, he does get selfish a bit, Donovan Mitchell. So if the Knicks can get him to that point where he's getting selfish a bit and he's missing and throws their offense off, hopefully, you know, we can come up with a a, a series victory, man. It's going to be a fun series. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, like you said earlier, I don't think it's going to be like like the the Hawks series in the past. I mean, the the guys we got on this team now the way they're playing and yeah i think it's just gonna be a really good series um not sure you know how how it'll go it really depends again like you said how mitchell goes the Cavs will go i say if he's extremely hot every single game i mean it's gonna be tough for us but um 100 percent mitchell gets in a sense in the same sense that rj barrett gets tunnel vision i feel like mitchell gets his yeah the same way, you know, he can uh, start hot, cool off, and then he'll just continue to fire and fire and mm-hmm. fire, trying to regain it. And sometimes he gets his, you know, he gets his teams in trouble with it. So um, that would be a best case scenario for us, in my opinion. If it happens every game, that'd be great. <laughs> but um, all right, yep. it's going to be a tough matchup, you know. I mean, 99% it's going to happen, but um it's going to be fun, guys. The, the playoffs coming up, it's going to be – I'm going to watch every game, win or lose. It doesn't matter. We got to enjoy this Knicks fans. Locked in indeed. So, yeah, the Knicks are going to the playoffs. And I guess we could talk about, um, you know, Obi Toppin and RJ Barrett had to see that a little scuffle. I mean, we can just touch on it. But they, they made up for it, had a little scuffle during the Heat game. I mean, Heat game, Cavs game, excuse me. <laughs> And once again, RJ had that tunnel vision, missed Obi on a fast break. Obi Toppin, Chris, I've never seen this guy get mad at all. You know, we've always seen positive Obi Toppin throughout his Knicks tenure. And Obi Toppin was screaming at RJ Barrett. Like, I don't know what was being said, but RJ was going back at him. And, of course, Johnny Bryant was there to, you know, push RJ a little bit off. (laughs) But I've never seen Obi Toppin get that mad, Chris. I've never seen that. Yeah. At all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like I told you, I, I didn't actually see it happen live, but I saw it while I was scrolling down during the game through uh, through the news apps. And um, I was like, what just happened there? Yeah, it was and crazy. And Obi, man, like like you said, Obi's always smiling. He's, he's the biggest cheerleader when he's on the bench. You know, he looked like he wanted to straight up strangle R.J. Barrett. <laughs> and... <Right>. um. <laughs> I mean, I guess he got tired of it. I've seen it. I've seen it many games, man, where RJ just goes on this, you know, gets his tunnel vision. You see Obi pleading, begging for the ball in the corner wide open. And either RJ just 
flails, gets stripped, wild shot, doesn't go in, you know. Yeah. He makes it here and there. But, I mean, I think you're seeing a little bit of a different attitude with Obi recently. I mean, even in tonight's game, I felt like he wasn't smiling as much, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it has it has to he has to be feeling it, you know. He must he's know looking that at this quickly. Is time to shine, man. Yeah, he's looking at quickly. Exactly. He's like, you know, I know quickly is about to get paid, and I want to get paid too, and I'm not getting the opportunity. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, he wants he wants his his chance to shine now that Julius is uh, unable to play. He has a window, and you know, a lot of eyeballs are on the Knicks. I'm sure he wants to impress. You know, um. And yeah, I think that's that's pretty much the big part about it. And, and and like I said tonight, you you see Obi, he's he's draining these threes, he's driving, he's he's finishing at the paint, he's uh, assisting, he's getting blocks, and he's not goofing around, laughing like you normally would expect. Obi, he has a serious face, on, running up the court, serious face. I mean, yep. he's all business right now. I love it. So. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's good for us right now, but um. You know, it's interesting. Something to keep your eye on again on the offseason. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. A lot yeah. of guys need uh need money. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys need money, man. Quickly needs money. Everyone's looking at that RJ contract saying, like, look, I can get yeah. that too. But, yeah, a lot of guys need need, need want to get paid. And Obi Top is maybe feeling the pressure, man. Um, you know, yeah. Quickly's all the talk has been around around Emmanuel Quickly. You know, six man this, six man that. He's playing great this season. And maybe, you know, these players are affected by everything. We're all human. So, you know, Obi Toppin's sitting there like, I'm only playing 10 minutes a game. I know what I can do. You know, my extension, I'm extension eligible coming up here. And I want to get my money too. And I don't blame him. I don't at yeah. all. And I'm, I have confidence in Obi that he'll provide in the playoff series. Um, I do. Um, even first day Atlantic series, he was, you know, playing well. So I have confidence in Obi Toppin. Um, in, in, in terms of like how much playing time he'll get in a playoff series, I'm pretty sure he'll go back to, you know, his 10, 15 minutes a game. Maybe Thibodeau would even, you know, shrink his rotation even more. Um, but we, we just have to wait and see. I mean, what do you, in terms, do you, you don't think Obi Toppin would get out the rotation in the playoffs, right? I could, I mean, I, I couldn't see it unless Tibbs, like you said, does something crazy and like really shrinks the rotation. But yeah, you know, in my opinion, who who who's to say maybe Tibbs won't run, you know, some small ball lineup or something like that? I mean, we've seen it in the past a little bit. The the Ob Randall thing. I don't I don't know the way that um I Heart and you know even Mitch has been playing. I don't think we'll see that or anything like that. But I, I wouldn't say they'll he'll. Get Obi out of there. I mean, if Obi finishes the season and he's like on fire and playing the way like he did tonight, yeah. it's kind of hard to leave him out of the rotation, in my opinion. Yeah, it is. It is. So yeah, the Knicks have three games left. Um, obviously, the magic number to clinch the fifth seed is one. Um, so if you were Tom Thibodeau, put on your Tom Thibodeau hat. Knicks win their next game. Fifth seed is locked in. Are you resting Jalen Brunson these last two games? Well, and no, I'm not <laughs> resting Jalen Brunson. He's uh, going to play 40 minutes the next game. And yeah, 
Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, if I'm, I mean, if I'm Tibbs, I'm, I'm resting Jalen Brunson. If if we lock up the fifth seed, I, yeah. I mean, I would. I don't want anybody getting hurt. Like I said earlier, I'm rolling. I'm running out the Knicks G League team. Trevor Keels, you're getting burned. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Keels, you're right. Get in there. <laughs> 40, yeah, 40 minutes. Tre- Trevor Keels, 40 minutes. Like, if I could make Trevor Keels play every position without letting another Nick get on the court, I'll do it. Jericho Sims, <laughs> I know you've been itching. I know you've been itching, Jer- bro. Get in there. We haven't seen Jericho Sims. Like, <laughs> I haven't even seen the camera pan to him ever since the freaking dunk contest. Because every, every time the camera pans to him, this, <laughs> this is his face. This is his face right here. <laughs> Nick's could be up 30, and he's just like, <laughs> if you're on Spotify and Apple Pie for podcasts, I'm just making a serious face. But if you're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, make sure to, you know, join us here on YouTube so you can actually see us um, as we're visually talking right now. But appreciate you as always listening. But yeah, if I'm if I'm Thibodeau, I know he's not going to. Uh, I know he's not <laughs> going to. Maybe the last game of the season he does because Brunson's hand is still wrapped. And he got hit in the yeah. hand again today. And he was yeah, holding got me nervous. Yeah. And he's, he's always taking I mean, charges. <laughs> Any little tweak Brunson is look, put him in bubble wrap along with Josh Hart, put them in bubble wrap. I do not need to see them. You know, if the Knicks locked up this fifth seed, I do not need to see them again. I don't yeah, I know. Get, get Brunson the, uh, you know, the armor that Melo used to wear underneath his freaking Jersey, man. Cause you know, <laughs> Brunson is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to, yo, when I first saw Melo, I used to be, what the, is he, did he get fat? Like, what's going on? Yo, Melo's mad fat. Nah, he's wearing freaking plates of armor. Yeah. On him <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> this dude was getting beat up. But... <laughs> Melo, man, shout out to Melo. Yeah, shout out to Melo, man. Yeah, but no, Jalen Brunson, you know, he wants to be out there. You know, sometimes you got to save the players from themselves, you know. He, I felt like he almost could have got hurt tonight. Again, you know, he was reaching out his hand. He took a couple charges, which I was just like, please don't. Yeah, no. Right now, um, the whole Josh Hart scare, you know, again, like. But then again, it's Tibbs. And the Knicks were up, what, 14, 15 with like maybe a minute and a half left in the game. And Jalen Brunson's still out there. Still in Why? there. Why? <laughs> still in like, there. Get him out of there, man. But. That's tips for you, right? I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. I hope they clinch is. and he does rest them, but we won't know till till we know. The beauty of having a top six team, top six seed in the East and the West, is that you automatically get six days off because the playing tournament starts before the actual playoffs. So you know, every team, every team in the top six gets those the same rest days, and it's a beauty, man. It's, it's beautiful, honestly, and we're gonna need it. We're going to need it for sure. Hopefully, Brunson, you know, hopefully we can lock up this 50 so we can rest Brunson. Hopefully, Randall can get healthy. But the New York Knicks have clinched a top six seed in the Eastern Conference. It has been an incredible season. And I just cannot wait for the playoffs. I just can't wait. Um, Playoffs are coming. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be really exciting. And, you know, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, whether it's Philly or Boston, most likely Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a heck of a first round. And Chris, man, we will be back next week with hopefully uh answer as to who we're playing 
probably the Cavs. But <laughs> hopefully an answer as to who we're playing. We'll definitely know an answer by next week. What am I saying? Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Can't wait to preview that matchup. Can't wait to preview the playoffs. It's just the Knicks are here, man. The Knicks are we here. Are here. <laughs> this has Stay been. Tuned. Stay tuned, man. This has been episode six of the Knicks Nation podcast. If you've made it this far, really appreciate you. I know. Yes, thank you. you know, thank you. Attention spans nowadays have been, you know, dwindling down. But appreciate you if you're on YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Give us a review, please. Hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. Really helps out the channel with the algorithm and whatnot. And also subscribe if you're on YouTube as well. We will be back next week. I am Anthony, joined by Chris as always. And as always, it is Let's Go Knicks. Let's go, Knicks. Peace. Peace. <laughs>